the official GunnaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Chris Can't Get His Computer to Work Properly Yet Again, the show, episode 388 <laughs> of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. For those that are more technically inclined, I don't know what was wrong with OBS, and I didn't have time to troubleshoot it this morning, but it probably needs a full restart and then reinstall, and as slow as my computer's running right now, that'll take me probably about 20 minutes to do. So instead of delaying even further, it was, F it, we're going to start the show, because <laughs> we're, we're here for you. If it people. walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, looks like a duck, it's ATGN Technical Difficulties. He's Welcome to the StreamYard! <laughs> Luckily, I know SP has used StreamYard, this uh, tool that we are using for Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. before, so I had at least a passing familiarity with Willie looks like he's lost. What's, what's wrong, Willie? He's looking around. He's looking for the yard. What's wrong? W- what is this place? <laughs> it's the devil. It's where the ducks go to talk on... Because they can't use Hangouts because they don't have thumbs. Right. It's like things are slightly off and a bit more. Everything's a bit to the left. It's confusing. No, even worse. Sorry, what? (laughs) I went to the left. (laughs) Because you ain't right, boy. There you go. Now, evidently, there are fancy buttons for us to move things around, I'm learning here. We can go from the try screen to smaller try screens where it's just our faces to then offset try screens and then the screen share with one of our faces it's a uh, it's fancy times here on the all things good and nerdy podcast i can't do those things on obs yet i haven't learned this is a course for the audio listeners that was perfect yep sure if, you, if you're an audio listener we encourage you go to youtube.com slash geek you can click on episode 388 and you can see what I was talking about. It's within the first two and a half minutes of the show as Chris screws around and tries not to break everything. The, or, you know, episode. don't listen to Chris. Just listen to audio. You're good. <laughs> I'm not going to twist your arm about it. But then they'll miss the three-headed dog. <laughs> One of those heads is mine, so you're not we're, missing much. We're a Cerberus? Is that what we're saying Yep, here? we're a Cerberus. Hmm. Like I told you, off. <laughs> So today's Monday. Yeah. Monday. It's a holiday. We normally do this thing on Sunday, but you guys were gracious enough to accommodate my schedule being all out of whack on this previous Sunday. All right. So that's what that's what was going on. I forget. I forget things. Yep. Why, why are we doing this on a Monday? Why why am I awake? I should Cause be because it, it's happy race it's as hell Idaho Day. It's Yeah. You oh. guys are celebrating Martin Luther King Jr. Day, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, we don't have that in Idaho because our uh, politicians are way too fucking racist. So we have Idaho Human Rights Day because they can't have a black guy's name on our calendars. Hmm. Yeah, Idaho's still just that fucking racist. Hmm. So that's what banks are celebrating and being closed for? Mm-hmm. Banks yeah, today's other... supposed to be outside of racist states like Idaho. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. 
you would think that a southern state would do that, but uh, here I am in my southern state celebrating MLK Junior Day. So, Willie, did you realize it was MLK Day today when you got up? Well, yeah, because you said we were going to do the podcast today, and that was the whole but reason of doing forgot. that. <laughs> I forgot what the reason we were doing the pod. Okay, never mind. I I assumed that your poor memory was coming in. That was for a segue for you to jump in and like explain a little bit more, man. That's I got my little tips and tricks that I do to get you to talk. <laughs> that you do. That he do. Did you just don't make fun of the way I talk? Did you try and woo me like Ric Flair? No, so he just tried to Scooby Doo you. Is what he tried to do. Scooby Doo Doo. <laughs> All right, now I mean, if you're trying to force a woo, that ain't gonna happen. It's gonna just rut row, Willie. Rut row. That's gonna be when you least expect it. You're not gonna woo for me, Willie. Not on command. Woo, Willie, woo. Not on command. Dance, monkey, dance. When will Willie woo? That's the question this week. There's your Willie episode woo. title. Yep. When will Willie woo? You're saying it. <laughs> I told you it's slightly off. And then some. Right. What? He ain't wrong. He ain't right either. That's I'm true. never right. I've he learned that. That boy ain't right. Mm-hmm. This whole past week I've learned I'm not right. Yeah. We know it's okay. We we still think you're one of us, Willie. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Are you people even people? We're yeah. poor schlubs that live stream stuff on the internet. I was so wondering, no. I was, so no, we're not people. <laughs> I was surprised you guys didn't say, what do you mean, you people? What do you nope. mean, you people? We'll let that one slide this time. Podcasters, that's what I meant. Uh-huh. Uh, you Podcasters you people. aren't people. I took the bait for you. Uh, They're just idiots in front of a camera. I've been called worse. I'll take idiot in front of the camera. Hmm. Uh, and we'll be sitting right there next to you. Yeah. Uh, you know what, guys? I got to get going if that's the case. You don't want to no, be an You're not an idiot in front of a camera? No, I'm just a dumbass in front of the camera. This is a distinction. Uh, a very, very classical distinction. What is the distinction, the difference between an idiot and a dumbass in front of a camera? I'm very curious, Willie. So I'm going to put the table, I'm going to put everything over to you to explain this to us. I may not be smart, but I am pretty. That's the difference. Peace out, everyone. Now we know when will Willie Woo when he says he's prettier than everyone. Oh, I guess as long as he thinks he's pretty. All right. It It ain't hurting me none. No. You don't know that yet. Long term, baby. This is the long con. Sounds like a threat. Uh, That's on purpose. I'm scared. so since well, since uh, wrestling was uh, brought up, would like to say uh, a big condolences and rest in peace to the Rock's family. Because Rocky Johnson passed away, the Rock's dad died last week. Oh, yeah, seventy five. I mean, I don't. I hate to be like this, but I thought he was already passed. No, his dad was still alive. Okay, I did not know that. That's that's news to yeah. me. That's all. Rocky Johnson, uh, co-holder of the first African American tag team of professional wrestling, him and Tony Atlas. Rock's dad was a like full on, you know, groundbreaker in the industry of uh, professional wrestling, and apparently 
whooped his son into shape because you know the rock talks about it in the 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 instagram post he put up he talks about his book like his dad was tough on him his dad whooped his ass when he trained him for wrestling but that's how why he is the man he is today is because of the way his dad raised him so rocky johnson did apparently a good job because as far as i know there's eight billion people in the world and all of them are fans of the rock so rocky johnson did something right (laughs) who doesn't like the rock yeah so yeah condolences to the the johnson family and the rock they lost his dad that's that's never any fun well i mean i think vince mcmahon might not really be too fond of the rock currently because he did leave wrestling yeah, yeah he well still comes back and he's still a lot more fa- yeah but i mean he would he not like him there full time well i think he makes a crap load of money when the rock comes back to do wrestlemanias and things like that that's fair. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Plus, there's the whole crossover appeal. You talk about The Rock, who is a WWE superstar who went Hollywood. They always try and find a way to reference the company. So yeah. I don't think Vince is hurting too much there. Vince got I mean, enough money. It don't matter. I was opening up a discussion, and you threw it in my face. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Vince would like it if he just owned every wrestler that ever worked for him, and they weren't allowed to make decisions on their own. But that's not the world we live in. And so hey. he... <laughs> including not paying them insurance exactly including not paying them insurance because they're not allowed to work for anybody else but they're freelance employees that's fuck you titan you, sports that's why you go work for aew where you damn right benefits and this week they're doing their their live show from chris jericho's cruise that they're doing the jericho cruise is hosting a live <laughs> AEW show on nice. a boat they are How- awesome and didn't they announce? Uh, didn't uh, isn't uh, TNT? Didn't they announce they picked up a second season? A se- they picked up another three or four or, years. I can't oh, it was multiple years. Up. Okay, and a second show. So uh, things are looking well for. Oh, a second Tony show. Okay, I got the numbers it. mixed up. The question awesome. is, they do what they're calling that AEW Dark, which is their show they put on YouTube. Yeah. My question is, are they just going to take AEW Dark and use that as a second show on TNT now? I don't know. Possibly what they film before they do the new episodes. I mean, they have the content. Why not use it? Mm-hmm. So back to this whole Jericho cruise ship thing. I'm a little curious. I've yeah. never been on a cruise. It's powered by bubbly. Uh-huh. A little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> never been on a cruise before. Me neither. Is there any kind of sway to it? I wonder. Oh, like, I've been on like wrestling like that. I've like I've gone mm. across the English Channel in a ferry boat before, which is not quite as big, but. As yes. the only sailor here, I've traveled across the ocean on a 300-foot destroyer. Uh-huh. Cruise ships are about 10 times that size. If they're in calm seas, you won't feel anything. Yeah. All right. It'll be almost dead straight. It'd be like being on an aircraft carrier. They'll It'll be, be like seas, solid ground. But I bet you they try yeah. and play up some gimmick. Oh, my God, the boat's rocking or yeah. some nonsense like that. There'll, there'll be some it. Dutch angles. <laughs> I, mean, I was just kind of wondering if someone's gonna do a monkey flip and all of a sudden oh there goes johnny flipping over the ropes like he shouldn't have and landing yeah. in the third row and the map and the whole map moves no unlikely yeah i mean it's it's probably a thing where they had to have a contract with the cruise line to where if they're doing an event that's basically you know a physical sport they're not i'm gonna guess that they'd not be allowed to do it if there was any type of weather warning or high seas that would make the ship move because then the the cruise line couldn't guarantee the safety of the wrestlers, and so then that would probably void whatever insurance they had to get to do wrestling on a cruise ship, which I can't imagine that contract. Dear God. <laughs> yeah, they're probably paying a pretty decent penny and also insurance money stuff. Yeah, like that. I mean, but they have done wrestling matches and stuff on there before. I guess last year they had 
they had matches that weren't associated necessarily with any television product, but like the elite were there and Jericho wrestled with folks and stuff like that. The interesting thing is this year they're tying it in with AEW. So it is the official Wednesday night dynamite show is coming live from the Jericho cruise, which oh, nice. I think is interesting cross promotion between Chris Jericho and AEW. So the real question is, will Fozzie be the opening band for the pay-per-view? Oh, Fozzie's <laughs> playing a bunch of, it's not even a pay-per-view. It's just a regular show. Oh, is it just but, regular? Nice. Yeah. And then they also, Fozzie? this last week, if you remember your old WCW days, they did bash, at the, bash at the beach on AEW live from yeah. the University of Miami. And I was like, okay, this is, this is taking me back a few years. So did you guys say Fozzie? You know, yeah, that's the name of Waka. Yeah, it's the name of Jericho's rock band. Is Fozzie? Oh. Jericho is oh. actually also a rock star. Yes, I thought you were talking about the Muppet. No, we weren't yeah. talking about Waka Waka Waka. I'm a little sad now. I don't care anymore. Oh, we're talking about the champion on the microphone. Is he French all of a sudden? He pretends to be sometimes. It's whatever the gimmick calls oui. for. <laughs> yep. He's- He's Le Champion right now, though. <laughs> we'll see if he's the champion, though. This has been your pro wrestling chat on the Damn right. Good and Nerdy podcast, where we rarely know. talked about WWE, but geeked out about AEW. I'm not sure if that necessarily As it means should anything. Be. Or... Fuck Titans uh, worst. <laughs> uh, I'm indifferent to all of it. That's fair. Damn it, I'm not wearing my AEW shirt. Good. I'm going to wear work tomorrow. AEW is Jericho. I'm wearing my next generation hoodie that looks like a uniform top. It's delightful because there's. Uh, So, what are you wearing, baby? Tell me what you're wearing. I'm wearing my Dork Forest. Make it Dork on Dork Dialogue. Make it soldier. Yeah. Call me with those. Yeah. The question is, oh, yeah. What you wearing, Willie? (laughs) No pants. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you want me to stand up, I can. No, no. no. This guy's creepy. <laughs> Please stay seated. Please stay I'm seated. I'm wearing a shirt of Zool and a whole lot of nothing else, baby. And a whole lot of fur. <laughs> you goddamn. Right. This is my fault. I should have known better. And I'm yep. going to fix you the asked. problem right now. You asked. Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. It's the news of the week. It's that part of the show where we run down what's in our minds. Some of the most interesting, geeky, and or nerdy news to have popped up here in the past, I don't know, week, eight days or so. But we got stuff. Willie's going to chime in with his commentary because that's what we keep him here for is his commentary. I talk. You provide (laughs) high-level commentary that everybody loves. You're the king of commentary. I talk. He talks indeed. I talk good. He has the best assist words. I say the stuffs. I talk good. Willie has good English. The best. Willie Prango Boom. Good, good. <laughs> All right. I'll go first and start out with uh, my news of the week. It's something that's been rumored off and on, but the rumor seems to have picked up steam. The Disney is supposedly developing a Knights of the Old Republic Disney Plus series to be set in the Star Wars universe and supposedly a tie-in Knights of the Old Republic film. Why is this a big deal? If you're like me who remembers, and I want to say it was about 2003, 2004, Bioware put out one of my favorite Star Wars games of all time. 
Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic that was set thousands of years prior to the Star Wars movies we all know and some of us love, but we all have enjoyed to some extent, where it was the height of the Sith rising to power, and it was a pretty cool Sith-based war, and with typical Bioware traits, you had really great story that would then sometimes screw with your head as big reveals came into play. It was a fantastic game, and before we go any further, I do have to ask, uh, do you guys play this game? KOTOR, no. Yeah, the Fox the- exclusive. One of the coolest ex or the one of the coolest acronyms ever, Kotor and Kotor Two. Hell yeah, I did. I played both of them. I loved them. Right. Darth Revan is a beast. Yes, he is. I know. Uh, yes, he, she, they are. <laughs> By canon, Revan is male, and uh, yeah. The but when you play the game, Correct. as you're talking about the game, whoever you play, you're Revan. Correct. <laughs> Which Spoiler. was a really cool way of setting up the game. Eh, kind of spoiler. It's not really a spoiler because. It's also yeah. a 20-year-old game. So it's been 17 years. Give it yeah. a rest. <laughs> well, here, here's the question is if you can't play it on Xbox, really, have you thought about picking it up as an Android app or something like that? Because it is available for like less than 10 bucks on Android. No. I don't <laughs> want to play the, anything like that on my phone. Or what? On my phone? Why not? No. What your I... PC could run it too. I know the game's old, but your PC can handle a 17-year-old game, I bet. You're you're thinking a whole lot more highly of my laptop than I do. <laughs> okay, I, I'm sure they'll re-release it for whatever systems are out when if when and if the shows slash movie come out. Yeah, right now it's nine ninety nine on Steam. Because why would you not? That's fair. So That's the news true. comes from Fandom Wire, who said Disney does not have an exact timetable for the announcement of the series. But the news could be expected soon as they prepare for their new era of films and television shows set in the Star Wars universe. And they have said they're taking a break from Star Wars movies for a few years. And they've seen that people tend to like television-based Disney Plus content for it so far. So they might be smarter going that way. Actually, that would actually be smart if they they get ahead of it right now until like make start making like a remake of the game or something. Why don't they do that? I kind of wish start they would. now. I kind of wish they would. It's one of my favorite games. I've replayed it multiple times. It has one of the best reveals in a game and a twist that I'm not going to spoil for anyone because I felt bad for my my now wife who was spoiled on it two years ago right as she was about to start playing the game when someone at work was like, oh, I loved when such and such happened. And she's like, really? I was just saying I hadn't played the damn game. (laughs) Oh, that's a dick move. (laughs) Yeah, it was a dick move. All right, is a spoiler when you go up to the final fight and you turn on your lightsaber, all of a sudden it's impotent and limp? No. Really? Uh, no. That's only a spoiler for when Willie plays the game. You know, they make little blue pills for that now, right? You'd be surprised. They're not little pills? They're big pills? All <laughs> things with me are little. They're horse pills. Do you take them orally or other ways? <laughs> if you ain't boofing, you're goofing. <laughs> so... KOTOR, rumored to be coming to Disney Plus as a TV series. I think that would be an interesting and cool way to do it. It also ties in with the fact that I've been saying if you ever wanted to do a Mass Effect product, you should also be looking at a TV series, not necessarily a movie, because much like most of these Bioware games, there's way too much story to try and fit into two and a half hours of a movie. Yeah, and after Respawn having done Fallen Order, it would be cool if Respawn and Bioware got together and did a new KOTOR, like... On the next generation systems, if they plan one for the PS5 and the the Xbox Series X, like 
they could do a vicious ass Jedi game. It I could guess, be fun. I guess the real question though, is there an appetite still for those kind of RPGs in today's gaming climate? I don't know. I'm I mean, playing Fallen like, Order. It sold pretty well. Remember Bioware? I'm, I'm meaning RPGs like Kotor was, where it's not really combat. Oh, more more storyline oriented, special moves and stuff like that. And it's like based on D and D rules, that kind of stuff. I, I don't mm. know if there's necessarily a market for that, or if you could look at trying to turn Kotor into an open world ish kind of thing, similar to what they did with Mass Effect Andromeda. There were flaws to Andromeda, but the open world concept they are playing with, it was interesting. Yes, I mean, mixing in, because, yeah, I mean, and all, when it comes to Bioware, you want a Bioware story. You want that Bioware team to go nuts and craft a full world and get you all that in-depth stuff that they bring to those things, because, yeah, that's what made the KOTOR games great. That's why Chris loves Mass Effect. It was all the Bioware storytelling. But, yeah, they could too, they could take that and mix it with a little more action and make it a little more, maybe a little less RPG, but a little more action role-playing. Like, it could be good. Here's the problem, though. Most of that team at Bioware is long gone because yeah. of failures like Mass Effect Andromeda and uh, Anthem. Anthem. I, I bought it for 10 bucks. I still haven't played it. I should probably fire that up at some point in time. But, I, you know, yeah. I'm, I might actually... 10 bucks. it's the best Iron Man yeah. simulator you're ever going to play. But here's Except the thing. Except for like, Iron Man VR like, coming up. Which got delayed also. Like, Final Fantasy got delayed. Like, oh, Avengers got delayed. Pretty much everything <laughs> by Square Enix got delayed. Which oh. we can get to later. But shouldn't surprise anyone. I lost my train of thought because I went on a ramble there. Crap. Anthem. Um, oh, Anthem. Yeah. Yeah. So other games was, made I, by Bioware after Bioware people left. I was going to fire up Anthem this last weekend, but after my enjoyment of the Witcher series and buying Witcher with all the DLC like two years ago for 20 bucks and not playing it or rather mm. playing 40 minutes and not getting hooked by it, I think I'm going to give Witcher 3 a try again. Because if my wife is any indication, once you get hooked, you're going to love it. She just finished her third playthrough of it with 140 plus hours into it. So, uh, yeah. Is that overall or just that playthrough? That playthrough was 140 just, hours. Just making sure. I appreciate the point of clarification. She got it for the Switch because while it may not be as graphically powerful as the other systems and stuff like uh, that, she could sit in the recliner downstairs while I was watching TV or we were watching a shared show we enjoy and play Witcher while it was going on. Witcher while you work. Do, 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 do. <laughs> See what you did there, and I. I mean, I you. did just get Witcher. Was it two weeks ago? I haven't tried it out yet. Fallen Order is still a thing. That's fair. But uh, yeah, I got. I think I got it for ten bucks, fifteen. I don't know. It was on sale for something. I was like, all right. Yeah. It is. So going back to this news on uh, a Kotor show, I hope it's true. But at this point in time, when it comes to Star Wars rumors, I tend not to believe any of them until I actually see some solid evidence. Although there was that wonderful rumor that nobody knows that came from. Did you see? I see the rumor about Obi Wan series this week that came out. Mm -mm. So there's a group, there's a website and a Twitter account called Discussing Films. Someone made a parody of a at Discussing Films Twitter account, but they flip flopped the S and the C. So it was like Dick Sussing Films, but used the same logo and floated a rumor out there that the Star Wars Obi Wan series was being canceled because of creative differences between Ewan McGregor's team and Disney. And it took off like friggin' crazy for a day or so before everyone finally came out. No, no, this is bullshit. It came from a bad source. There is no actual news or any real sources that say Star Wars Obi-Wan is in any threat of cancellation. But it took off for a while just because of a troll Twitter account. It was strange. Hmm. 
No, there yeah, are a few people, people do like some troll shit. True, there are a few people needlessly clinging to that thought, like, oh, I have sources at Lucasfilm that say this is true, and I'm like, sure you do, sure you do. Name your sources. You're just my uncle. Yeah, they're just as bad as we got this covered.com, which is the worst nerd news site out there. Never cite <laughs> them. We've made that mistake in the past before on this show. It is absolute trash, hot garbage. What they present. So I know where to look for my next week's news of the week. Yes, you do. Right. No. So we're we're going ramble cat. It's ramble cast this week. So I'm trying to find is the it... Twitter thread, but there is a guy that did a uh, full breakdown of the bullshit that is we got this covered, and I have a link to it in the <laughs> gonna geek discord that i shared with folks because i'm like don't be like me don't fall for this trap where you sometimes quote we got this covered because you'll feel bad and i actually do have the twitter thread here it's from a user at pierre shen liao shen Li, I, I don't know how to say it exactly but back december 31st 2019 here's his twitter thread for the past months i've been sp spending my free time cataloging every time we got this covered is reported a quote scoop relating to the mcu <laughs> <laughs> Starting from December 31st, 2018 to December 31st, 2019, one year, 407 articles, on average, on average, one scoop per day. He has broken them down. Only 1.2% of the rumors they have gotten were correct, and that's him throwing them a bone. <laughs> so that's but four. They were right four times in 400 articles. <laughs> everyone who's aware of we got this covered knows they're unreliable but this just proves it with numbers he has a breakdown that shows it <laughs> and then he continues and says what is public information those are scoops that aren't actually scoops either because someone else reported it before them or it is already public knowledge most baffling example of this is the reporting of the r rating for deadpool 3 not once not twice but thrice over this year they've reported that marvel studios would keep deadpool 3 r rated he provides web archive links to them at archive.org because they've taken some of this stuff down in the past. <laughs> of even course. Even though Bob Iger himself said as much in February during an investor call that was even reported by Variety an entire month before their first report. Before their first scoop? Before their first <laughs> scoop about it. Now, why do they have so many unconfirmed scoops? Because the vast majority of them cannot be reliably confirmed or denied at this time. Here's a chart without unconfirmed articles being taken into account. We'll bring that up. Accuracy, excluding unconfirmed. Right, 8.2% of the time. Public information, 47.5% of the time. <laughs> and wrong, 44.3% of the time. Now, wow. I've, I've reported something I saw on this site before, and I feel bad. There are a couple episodes in the past where I've done that, and I wish I could go back and apologize more profusely. The thread's not over yet. Which comes to most which comes to most of their lazy scoops being eyed scoops, which makes up the majority of these unconfirmed reports. They're, these are actors who Marvel Studios have interest in casting for a specific role, but they aren't in talks with. They're just keen on casting them. These articles are basically a win-win <laughs> for them. If the actor is, excuse me, if the actor that's being eyed isn't cast, well, they aren't wrong. They were just being eyed. After all, no one can prove otherwise. But yeah. They're right. Boom. Our sources are great. <laughs> continuing however one of these reports i just to, just refused to believe is true and they made up like the rest of their eyed articles they reported that marvel studios have ronda rousey on an internal shortlist for she hulk what no the, please this no is, this is his internal opinion coming into play here because not only is rousey a god-awful actress but she has loads of controversial baggage with her far with her far worse than criticizing the lack of diversity in reviewer circles 
like say making very transphobic comments or being a Sandy Hook truther. And there's a link to a Bleacher Report article where he starts talking about her Sandy Hook views. Now to bring up Rousey being a terrible person, here are screenshots of We Got This Covered articles that turned out to be pretty hilariously false. Like them saying that Hensworth was done with the MCU only to have it debunked four months later. And they post an article <laughs> from Hollywood Reporter that debunks it. Annette Benning's second role after the Supreme Intelligence was not in fact Carol's mother, but Marvell. <laughs> We're going to have casting announcements for Ms. Marvel pretty soon, and Captain Marvel 2 won't be coming out until at least 2023. So I'm calling this one a dud, where they say Ms. Marvel <laughs> reportedly debut in Captain Marvel 2. And they're still not casting announcements for Kamala Khan. Right. <laughs> this one isn't wrong but them making obvious educated guess and calling it a scoop on may 15th kevin feige had an ama in which he said the mandarin would appear in an upcoming movie gosh i wonder which movie they'll appear in next and he said and the we got this covered scoop is the mandarin will be in shang chi well we all kind of assumed that yeah yeah they got the uh went to a further story marvel said to be playing an r-rated blade movie with wesley snipes well, they got the Blade part right. We don't know about the R rating, but Wesley Snipes definitely ain't involved. No. Not to mention, this movie is only being made because Mahershala Ali called them after winning his second Oscar wanting to play Blade. Yeah, and it's pretty much guaranteed that would be another one that they would do, they would be fine risking another R rating on because the three R-rated Blade movies already made them money. Right. They didn't make tons of money, but they made money. Even Blade Trinity was not a box office failure. Right. He continues. Also, keep in mind, this is me cataloging their scoops related to the MCU only. They report on everything <laughs> Star Wars, DC, and everything else in Hollywood. Not to mention that the vast majority of their titles are the definition of clickbait. If you want to see the entire catalog of scoops from them, you can look at the Google Sheet I made for it under the We Got This Covered tab. There's a link to Google Docs where you can pick that up and look for it for yourself. From the sound of it, I don't think I want to. It just goes to yeah. show it's kind of BS. He then updated on January 2nd and added to his thread saying something else I just find endlessly amusing is how expensive they believe She-Hulk will be, excuse me, believe She-Hulk will be, and there's scoops that keep inflating it more and more. Of course, the show will star She-Hulk, She-Hulk, excuse me, who will likely be a CGI effect like Hulk in the movies. Already pretty expensive. First, they claim the obvious that the Hulk will star in the show too, which makes sense. He's her cousin after all. Two heavily CGI characters on a TV show with a budget of potentially up to $20 million per episode. All right, maybe. But then they say that both the Abomination and Leader will appear in the show, which is kind of pushing it. But hey, the show does need villains. That's potentially four characters that rely heavily on CGI. Oh, but you think that's it? They then say that Red Hulk will appear in the show. <laughs> what? That's five CGI heavy characters. Again, with a show that is only a potential budget of just, of, excuse me, of just up to 20 million per episode. But wait, there's more. In addition to Hulk original appearing on the show, his gray variant will appear on the show too. Jesus. And it's not his like gray Hulk would be oh, as gray. simple as the color swap. Yeah, Mr. Fix either. It. So that's six CGI characters so far. Yes, so far, I've saved the best for last. Modok. They Modoc. say Modok will make their <laughs> debut in She Hulk. They're doing the equivalent of throwing everything against the wall to see what will stick. I refuse to believe that all these characters will be on the show. Either they'll have mediocre CGI appear very, very briefly, briefly, or will be the most expensive television show in history. I or really, they'll be makeup and physical effects or the actors in human mode. I awesome. really don't know why, but I really want to see MODOK played by George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> Just a giant George Clooney head. That would be kind of cool. And they, they did the face of Bo 
on Doctor Who, which is basically just Modoc without the little legs. True. So it can be done. That is true. Yeah, the leader, you just give him the big, you know, a really thick head. You just put a helmet, you put you wrap green skin around it. Just physical physical. Doesn't have to be CGI. He continues with some more of their headlines. He's <laughs> gonna be updating the thread periodically. Reminds me, they said that Charlie Cox's Daredevil could show up in She Hulk. We can make those news report claims too, because anything could yeah. happen. Yeah, Here's Heroes for Hire could show up on Disney Plus. Right. Here's probably one of the best examples of their clickbait <laughs> nature in action. Vague wording and not mentioning the specific actor's name. Male pronouns and using Black Panther himself as the image article. You'd be forgiven to think they're referring to Chadwick Boseman. So what's the headline? Black Panther star says he's uncertain about his Marvel cinematic future. With a picture of the Black Panther on there. He continues, but nope, they're referring to an interview in which Martin Freeman talks about how he hasn't been in contact <laughs> about playing his character Ross again. Despite the fact the movie isn't going to be released until 2022. So guys, <laughs> don't use wegotthiscovered.com. Just don't do it. It's bad. It's bad. I've fallen yeah. prey to it before, and I feel absolutely terrible, terrible that I have referenced their stuff on the All Things Good and Nerdy show before. I will never do it again. In fact, whenever one of my friends posts a news story from wegotthiscovered.com, there's a meme image I always post which is a busload full of people, Spider-Man in front of it, trying to hold it from crashing, and a dude walking through the street listening to music, not paying attention. The yep. busload of people labeled... Um, oh, I can't remember the meme now. Shit, I'll share it at some other point in time. But I always <laughs> do it. And it's basically me trying to tell to uh, cut down my friend's excitement on We Got This Covered News Stories. It's bad, guys. It's bad. It's very bad. Don't do it. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. It's bad. I apologize for this aside, but it is a lesson I have learned and I felt terrible for sharing news from there before and I will never do so again and I will never click a link that they have. And they are also notorious on YouTube for when a movie trailer comes out, ripping their own version, then reposting it to try and get the clicks. Like for instance, they had the Morbius trailer like within six hours of it coming out and I wanted to watch it and I searched Morbius on YouTube and the first result that came up was we got this covered with two million clicks on it. And I went, fuck, no, I'm not clicking on this. I'm not giving you my hard-earned click. I don't <laughs> care for the site. My hard-on click. Hard-earned click. He said hard your hard-on click. click, huh? Oh, dear. Here we go. Willie, yep. I'm going to give you the floor. You, you go with your conspiracy theory here. All right. I missed a lot. My headphones turned off. I thought I had him charging all night, so I missed a lot of that. So I just came into hard ons. So <laughs> you guys are a couple of hard ons. I know that very much. Hey, it's better than being limp bastards. God damn it. Nah, I'm a Bachman. I'm looking at you a little bit. Whoa. Nah, you're the strongest hard on there is on here. <laughs> just like in your Navy days, you're full of semen. I'm definitely salty. Uh, <laughs> uh, that leaves a bad taste in your mouth. There you go, Willie. Uh, I tasted the salty. I was like, oh. <laughs> Why is it not like a salty ice cream, I wonder? You could get like a salted there are. ice cream and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But that's not the same. I mean, like it's just a salty thing of ice cream. Like that. Yep, that's salty. <laughs> I wonder if it's ionized. Could be, could be. But uh, da, da, da. fuck you guys, for not laughing harder. Laughing yep. harder? I didn't laugh at all. I noticed. 
<laughs> Maybe you should work on your comedy. Oh, Listen, they all can't be home runs. Yeah, I would settle for a single right now. Or a bunt. Listen, I'm in pain. <laughs> I'm wearing no pants. I'm draped in a blanket. It's cold. Uh-oh. How cold I is mean, it down there, Willie? I don't even know, man. I woke up, it was cold. I can't really use my left shoulder. It's 18 degrees here. I'm not digging it. I wish I just want snow. Just so make some snow. snow. You lucky bastard. And it'll be 50 degrees on Wednesday. You lucky bastard. I don't know. Where I'm going I don't with that. know. But yeah. that's that's all I got for news. I kind of went on a random diatribe there. My apologies, but it had to be done. Now I feel I have cleansed my soul and unburdened myself <laughs> from providing fake news on this show before. Oh, this just in. It's 34 here. 34. Oh. Not quite check. freezing. We are up to 22 here. 22 degrees. See, the funny thing is, about two weeks ago, it was in the 70s. Yeah, same here. What? what why? What, weather? What, what? What's going on with you? You, you all right? Global warming, man. It's just a myth made up by no, the Chinese, No, yeah, that's right? not a thing, man. Yeah, like the Chinese. <gasps> yep. The Chinese. What are you saying? The Chinese aren't a thing? Is that what you just said, Willie? <laughs> They're made up. The Chinese. <laughs> yeah, it's 30 in Boise. You're 30 in Boise. Nope, I'm 42 in Boise. Get it right. Junior. I mean, you're not old enough to be my dad. Uh, well. he could, yeah, I don't think he could have been seven and had a kid. That's tough. <laughs> or eight, depending on whether you're 35 or 34 currently, Willie. Sure. <laughs> sure. Bachman, what do you got for us this week? Word good. Word good. Uh, we got the announcement of uh, Marvel's big uh, summer spectacular event of the year of 2020, and it is going to be called Empire, spelled with a Y, because there was already a comic book called Empire, E-M-P-R-I-E, by Kurt Busiek that was awesome because it was about a supervillain that won and then had to manage being in charge of the whole world. And it was an awesome comic book about how awful it is if you actually take over the planet and have to run it. Because then you're in charge. <laughs> yeah, that'd be terrible. Yeah. Uh, so Marvel is putting out uh, uh, glimpses of the new X-Men Fantastic Four tie-ins for the new event. Uh, the architects of which will be Al Ewing, Dan Slott, and Vel- Velarito Shiti. And they're going to do uh, Empire starting in, I think it's April. <clears throat> So it's going to be, um, they're going to relaunch, re-envision copies of uh, one-shots of the Kree Skull War, the Celestial Madonna Saga, and a story about the Kree Skrull-born Teddy Altman, also known as Hulkling from the Young Avengers. And so it looks like it's going to be another event that um, is based around uh, the space races of the Marvel comic book universe, uh, specifically the Krees and the Skrulls, which of course, yeah, now that there is a character like Hulkling, who is both Kree and Scroll and a shapeshifter and a superhero. Like it's pretty much guaranteed he's going to be involved. Uh, some really cool looking uh, promo arts coming out for the first uh, first issue. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chung. What's the tales? Chung's first name. Jim Chung's doing the covers. And uh, yeah, really the first. Artist. Yeah, the first cover for number one. Yeah, he did um, the artwork for was I think it was Civil War. I think he did the six issues. Yeah, he's he's a killer artist, but yeah, the first issue covers out for the cover of uh 
what's going to be Empire number one. And then they also announced that they are doing two all-new Zero Issues to kick off the event. So Al Ewing, Dan Slott will join Pepe Larraz and R.B. Silva for new Avengers and Fantastic Four stories. So we're getting two one-shots, Avengers Empire A and Fantastic Four Empire 4. They're both uh, Zero Issues with a com- with a nice uh, uh, combined cover, which just looks gorgeous. But yeah, you got the Avengers standing toe-to-toe with the, or standing next to uh, what looks like one of the versions, it looks almost like the Moon Knight version, or not Moon Knight, uh, the Black Knight version of the Swordsman, but is a scroll. Or he's, uh, he's a Kree. Ah, I'm confusing my alien races. It happens. <laughs> yeah, it happens especially with Marvel. Sense. And then, yeah, the, the Fantastic Four cover has them surrounded by scrolls, but it looks like they're also helping a scroll and a Kree child. And they got like uh, Kree warriors and scroll warriors around them attacking them. So... Really cool cover, but yeah, it looks like there's going to be a another giant dust up in the the galactic Marvel universe, which uh, will lead to more, of course, crazy sci-fi stories. And yeah, it looks like also um, in the Avengers one, he's he's down hidden behind Iron Man and Hulkling, but uh, Ghost Rider is there, so they're keeping Ghost Rider doing the galactic stuff, and it's just kind of funny to see his car just driving through space. They've been doing it in the last couple of Avengers issues. Where they got uh, the Avengers were out in space dealing with some stuff and just having the car like just flying through space and he's just driving his charger, just kicking ass. It's it's crazy what they've done with that new version of Ghost Rider. They've had some fun with that kid. That is pretty cool. Yeah, so another another huge event, big shocker. The summer's gonna come around and Marvel's gonna have an event and it's gonna have crossovers and it's gonna have tie-ins. It's gonna be expensive to buy them all because of how many tie-ins it has. More than likely. Yeah. But yeah, with Pepe Larraz uh, and RB Silva doing uh, art on those two one shots, those will be gorgeous. That's guaranteed. The Jim Chung covers are going to be gorgeous. And then, yeah, the, the full book itself, it doesn't say on here how many issues the series is going to be. So I'm assuming it's going to be another mini. So it'll probably be six, eight, maybe 12, depending on if they go last road or they go Civil War style. But yeah, hopefully, if Jim Chung's doing all the art on it, then I mean, hopefully they give him a lot of lead up time. Because I remember, I think the last issue of Civil War was late. Yeah, and he has a very detailed pencil. Yeah, so I the, could see where that could potentially happen. Yeah, the dude does a whole lot of lot of nitpicking and little. He did uh, a lot of the Young Avengers books at first too, and they're gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, the first series of Young Avengers were gorgeous books, and yeah, almost all of that was because Jim Chung was drawing it. But yeah, so new new events to look forward to, and then yeah, it'll be the reprints of like the Kree Scroll War will be good for people to catch up on stuff that they never read back in the days. I think that was like late 80s, early 90s. They did the Kree Skull War back when the back before the MCU, when the uh, Kree Supreme Intelligence was a giant head in a jar. Right. <laughs> it was a big green head with tentacles in a huge aquarium that talked trash and made all the Kree do what it wanted. So life was better then. <laughs> I don't know. Annette Benning as a Supreme Intelligence, I thought was pretty fucking cool. Well, then Kurt Busick brought it back in like the mid 2000s, no, the mid 90s. They brought a lot of stuff back into here's the terrible things that yeah. the Avengers did to the Kree. Yep. And then, yeah, yeah. the big crossovers with uh, the X Men, of course. And then uh, one of the cool other ones they announced was uh, Nick Bradshaw did a cover for what is going to be apparently possibly the home FF team while the FF are away fighting this war. And so you have a cover that says Avengers Fantastic Four Empire A4. So it's got the four part of the A in blue, but then the leg of the A. So it's the Avengers logo mixed with the Fantastic Four logo. But the team that you've got wearing the blue costumes 
under the Fantastic Four banner is uh, Valeria and uh, uh, Franklin Richards, the two Richards kids, along with Wolverine and Spider-Man, who have both been alternate FF members in the past. So yeah, we might get a, a Spidey, Logan, and the kids version of FF for a while, which could be some, for some fun reading, because yeah, whenever you got Parker and Wolverine trying to work together, it it's uh, it always ends up being hilarity. And Dan Slott does love writing him some Peter Parker, too. He does, and he's damn good at it. I don't care what anybody says. Well, that's, that was my news of the week. That's interesting. Marvel's making comics still. Yeah. Uh, they don't make just movies anymore. Nope. Wait, they still... Yeah, you guys know what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. You know all those movies that you love? They all came from somewhere. None of Where? them are original ideas. They came from Willie's brain. They somewhere all are Willie Nelson original. over my brain I'll see movies made by Mar... I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I don't know where you are either. But, but it wasn't I... original. No copyright infringement. That's true. Now, we all know Willie Nelson's really known for his imagination on this show. He's the imaginative one who comes up with crazy ideas. Isn't that right, Willie? Yes. Yes. Good word, word, good. Do you want to exercise your imagination today, Willie? I don't want to see him exercise. He's not wearing pants. Sorry, what were you saying, Willie? I'm not going to say no. All right. Well, I have a way... For you to exercise your imagination since we got a little extra time here uh-huh. it is a little thing i want to turn into a game for us but have you guys heard of the ai dungeon no negative so there is a gentleman out there who has developed an app and he is actually running it as his full-time job via patreon now to create a dungeons and dragons inspired choose your own text-based adventure online where they use ai to try and arguably make the story better when you tell it to do wacky things. And I was thinking from time to time we could go log on to the AI dungeon and give it a try ourselves. So do you guys want to give <laughs> the AI dungeon a try? So many penises are about to happen. Oh, that's no. okay. And you guys Eddie. will get to create whatever world you want. And if you want to play for yourself, you can go to AI dungeon.io and you'll be able to play it yourself. And We've got it brought up on screen so you can look at it. To start things out, we need you to pick a setting. Do you guys want to be in a fantasy world? Do you want to do a mystery epic, apocalyptic epic, something involving zombies, or build your own custom world? What is your preference here? I'm going to need to hear those options one more time just to make sure. 100% sure that I know what I'm doing and to stop Chris from talking more. I'm not sure <laughs> what I want. So... We need either fantasy, mystery, apocalyptic, zombie, or custom scenario. What would you guys like to try? Hmm. Well, I'm down for some fantasy or mystery, but I'm also here to hear what Bachman has to say, too. Because we're good. Let's do the fantasy. That way you can have, if you're going to have dicks pulling out, Willie, you can have dwarf dick, you can have elf dick, you can have pixie dick. That's fair. So now that we're in a fantasy world, we need to tell the the, uh, AI whether we want to be a noble, a knight, a squire, a wizard, a ranger, a peasant, or a rogue? I vote wizard. wizard. You know, I'm good with wizard. You're going to use magic to turn people into penises, right? Magic dicks. What is your character's name? What magic are we going to call this? Magic dicks? Hold on. No, hold on. Hold on. We got this. We this can be more clever than that. 
Um, no, 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 no. You're not going to use my name for that. <laughs> Don't you dare. Um, uh, let's do something goofy like um, Dorkle. Dorkle? Yeah, because Dork's like, hey, Dork like a penis. Boom, bang. There you go. There's your dick reference there for you, Bachman. Dorkle, Dorkle. is the character's name. Dorkle. They're generating the story for us right now. It'll take it a second. <laughs> I will act as your uh, dungeon master to some effect and read what's here so that our audio listeners will be able to participate as well. Good, because I can't read that. <laughs> you are Dorkel, a wizard living in the kingdom of Larion. You have a staff and a spell book. You finish your long journey and finally arrive at the ruin you've been looking for. You look around and see it's not much different than when you left it. You enter the ruins and find yourself in a large room with many doors leading to other rooms. There's also an altar on one side of the room and several statues of gods on the other so how this works is we have a line of text where we put in what we want to do and they say it generally works best to start with an action like cast a spell yell angrily search for and give as much detail as possible you we can use long sentences they say we can get creative if we don't like what we got we can put the word revert it'll take us back a step mm. so in the ruins of larion what is it you guys want to do all right and what was the lesson to the right statues and what there's a bunch of doors and altar and statues there's an altar on one side of the room and several statues of gods oh, on the oh. other okay all right all right all right inspect the altar inspect yeah. it helps if i could spell there's something on it i want to know inspect mm -hmm. the altar we say the ai is thinking a little bit and one thing to keep in mind is if we want more story without taking action, we can do that just by pushing the enter key. Oh. You walk over to the altar and examine it. It has a statue of a god on top of it. The statue looks like it belongs here, but there is, the statue looks like it belongs here. There is no way this could be anything else. All right, time for dumb moves. <laughs> Take the statue, toss it to the ground to break it, and then sit yourself on top of the altar to become said god. <laughs> toss the statue on the ground and sit on the altar. <laughs> to become the god. I mean, that's, I'm assuming that's happening. The god. All right. <laughs> we'll see AI what the AI does with this. Dork ain't fucking around. <laughs> you toss Dorkle the statue onto the altar and sit down. This seems strange since you don't know what kind of god this is. Suddenly, a voice calls out to you from above. Do you guys right. want to take an action or just hit the enter key to let the AI give us more details? Oh, I say enter. Oh, listen, yeah, I just want yeah. to listen to what the okay. voice say. We're going to get some more detail here. It, <laughs> maybe. It's thinking. Hello, mortal. Who, who are you, you ask? The voice answers back, I am the god of magic, and I was sent by my, my, and I was sent by my master to help you in your quest. Help us how? Yeah, yeah. You want to ask how? Yep. Ask how the god will help. Do, 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 do. It's thinking right now. How will I help you? By making sure that you succeed or fail. Why <laughs> would I do such a thing, you ask? Because if you failed, then all of our plans would be ruined. If you succeeded, we wouldn't have any purpose anymore. That one's confusing. So, yeah. So yeah. Either way. So, I'm alright with this. So what do you guys <laughs> want to do, then? 
So I asked the god which door we should take to leave the room. Ask the god how we leave the room or which door to take. Which Are door you to take. Multiple doors here. He only said an altar and statues. Am I missing some doors? Yes, he mentioned the doors twice. There were door there were doors <laughs> also leading to everything. Ask Dork the god. So we're going to say ask the god which door to take to leave the room. Start an action, huh? You can also do another thing here. It says start an action with an exclamation point in the beginning to stop the game from putting a U and just allow something to appear. That's interesting. So anyways, hmm. what door should I go through, you ask? That depends on what you want to accomplish in this place. What do you mean, you ask back? Become a god. Say, I wish to become a god. Yes. Yes, yes, that is a common desire among mortals. We can grant it to you. But why me, you ask? We need someone who has already achieved godhood before we can teach you how to become one. So what does this mean exactly? I think the AI is starting to get confused. I mean, I'm all right with that. So what was the last part it asked of us? Like, what was it? We need someone who has already achieved godhood before we can teach you how to become one. So you have oh. to find someone that's already achieved godhood. Yeah. Where can I find someone who has achieved godhood? Where can I find someone who has achieved Lead us, godhood? game. Lead us. Don't just make us ask another question that for the to continue. <laughs> lead. lead. It's thinking right now. AI, you got come on, lead Dorkle to the right. There isn't anyone like you in the world. However, there is a man named Yag. He is the only person in history who has ever attained godhood. So we need to ask where to find Yag. Yes, lead us to Yag. Or we could just say we leave for Yag. Okay. I don't know, either way, I'm good with it. Wait, we're uh, a wizard. How about we Why do don't... the command of Yag appears? There you go. Yeah, we're a wizard. Summon Yag. Ah, cast a spell to summon Yag. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, fuck it. We're, Dorkle's fucking lazy. Yeah, he's lazy as a wizard. I'm going to sit here in this chair and I'm summoning this motherfucker and he's going to tell me how to become a god. Oh, it seemed to work. You cast a spell to call upon Yag. You feel his presence right away. I Hello, mean, mortal. Yag says, it is good to meet you. I mean, I hope we're still sitting on top of this little altar. We thing. have not left the altar. Nope. We are still we're seated still, firmly on the altar. We're still seated and working from the throne. <laughs> throne so now that yag has appeared what do we do <laughs> voice uh, yag yag voice make me a god <laughs> no, yo yag this voice tell me that you know how to make me a god can you help me say yo yag <laughs> i just want to say yo yag is yo, telling yag. me you know how to make me into a god <laughs> period make me into a god <laughs> All right. Oh, I wasn't going to be forceful with it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, yes, I do. I'm not very good at it, though. Then you'll never be able to achieve godhood. <laughs> now let's get started, shall we? I'm all right with this. Yag begins <laughs> to chant something about how he needs time and energy for his ritual. Well, that doesn't lead to anything. All right. Um... We can ask the computer to do more just by pushing the enter key. Yeah. Or, say, or just say wait well wait for the montage to be done 
for for us to be a god. <laughs> Wait for Yag to gather his energy. Yeah, I just mean, there you go. And then do you want to put and then become a god so that we're forcing it to make the change? Sure. I mean, I hope it does it. <laughs> you spend four eons sitting on a chair. <laughs> we're not even on a chair. We're on a fucking pedestal. All right. You wait patiently for Yag to finish his ritual. The chanting continues as you continue to stare at him. Eventually, Yag finishes and looks around. Well done, mortal. You've completed the first step. He smiles and walks over to you. We've achieved our first step towards godhood. How many steps are there? As, well, do we want to know the question to answer that or just say turn I'm me into a say, god? I'm just going to say answer. Or, or wait, I thought we'd, I'm going to say answer to see how this goes. Enter? Okay. Just see what he does. Let's see what he does. It's thinking. Now you must learn from my mistakes, Yag says. First, you must obtain a powerful artifact that can aid you in your aid in your rich <clears throat> that can aid in your ritual do you have anything like that no but i think i found one in this castle you reply so summon the artifact and give it to yag there you go <laughs> yeah, i was thinking that exactly no Cast matter what spell to the whole point the of being a wizard is the easy button <laughs> and then give it to yag Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Here you go. Artifact, artifact. Whatever. <laughs> next step. Next step. Hurry. Come on. I'm trying to get Ooh. to dinner. I'm kind of want to turn in this dark, but I'm going to refrain. <laughs> no, no. You can do that. You cast a spell to summon the artifact and then give it to Yag. I believe this will work, Yag says. Good luck. Thanks, I guess you reply. Bye, mortal. See you later. <laughs> so does this mean we can turn into a god? Uh, so casting the spell to summon the article and give it to him and so he disappears that's well he hasn't left yet he's just trying to we could huh. just do the action to turn ourselves into a god or we could just cast a spell to turn ourselves into a god i mean if we had that ability why wouldn't we just already be a god? <laughs> maybe this unlock knowledge in our head to do it all right yeah okay. yeah sure let's just do that or we could use the uh, exclamation thing to make something happen like suddenly we turn into a god yeah i'm a fan of that yeah, just so, the exclamation point turn into God. Or A turn into a God. <laughs> so I did the action of turn into a God. Let's see what it does. <laughs> it's it's thinking. We might have broken the AI here. Now we can summon all the mac and cheese we want. Yeah, I, I don't think it likes this. You turn back to your you turn back into yourself and enter and enter the next room. In this room you see a large table with several candles <laughs> burning on it. On top of the table sits an old man dressed in robes holding a staff. His face is wrinkled and his eyes bloodshot due to age. <laughs> Our quest to become a god is not working out as well as we hope. Willie, do you want to turn no. this dark? Uh, yeah, sure. Let, let, ask the old man if gods are immortal. Okay. Ask the man if gods are immortal. It, the AI is currently thinking. Gods aren't immortal. They die when their physical bodies fail them, the old man replies. What happens to the souls of dead gods, you ask? They go to hell, unless they're demons or devils. Uh, well, my next thing was to, uh, you know, uh, stab this person in the neck and drink their blood to become a god. All right, stab <laughs> the man in the neck. Oh, sure. <laughs> there you and go. Drink his blood to become a god. 
we're going with the AI dungeon. We're going to see what happens here. If we turn into a god, we're good. You stab the man in the neck and take his blood. You then drink it, becoming a god. That was interesting, you say. So what now? Now you must go to the Temple of Yag in the forest near here. Oh, but Yag again. We already met Yag. Yeah, my yeah, my man Yag. Let's go tell him we became a god. <laughs> so our, our action now is teleport to the Temple of Yag. <laughs> there you go. I mean, Yag got lucky. I didn't think of this before he left. So we're going <laughs> to teleport to the Temple of Yag. We'll see what happens. We'll give this another couple minutes and then we'll wrap it up. <laughs> oh, wait. This is interesting. You teleport to the Temple of Yag. The ritual is complete, Yag says. Go now and bring peace to all worlds. Wait, you shout. How am I supposed to kill everyone? How do I even find them all? <laughs> <laughs> By bring peace, our response is how do I kill everybody? I like how it makes us want to respond, but it's the ends with us asking a question instead of Yag asking us a question. Yeah. It's <laughs> so like um the okay. AI is a little drunk. I'm supposed to respond to myself. We can let the AI do more by pushing the enter key if you want more detail. No, 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 no. Um, um, or do you just want to kill Yag? No, 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 no. Yeah, Yag's a good boy. Yag, man. How can you want to kill Yag, man? What's wrong with you? You don't want to kill Yag, man. Um, Bachman, you, uh, you, you level in on this. There's been a lack of penises that I'm not expecting here. I expected Willie to do something with Dick yeah. at some point by now. I say hit enter one time right now to see okay. what the next part's going to be. We are finding out what the next step here is. So you temple, teleport to Yag. The ritual is complete. Go down and bring peace to all worlds. How am I supposed to find every, How am I supposed to kill everybody and find him? So you ask, what if there's only one god left? There won't be any gods left, mortal. There will be just you. What was the question that was answering? We didn't ask any question. Well, yeah. we asked, how am I supposed to kill everyone? How do I even find them all? Followed up by, what if there's only one god left? And he says, there won't be any gods left, mortal. There will be, there will just be you. So this is like, so this is turning into the story of The One, the Jet Li movie. Yeah, it seems like it. Hit Yag with a fireball. No, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I don't want to veto that. Yag right. made a fool in my book. He did help us turn into a god. And he got lucky I didn't stab him in the throat to drink his blood. You could drink his blood now to try and become a more powerful god. Wait, actually, Bachman, you know what? He's a god and we're supposed to be killing gods. Let's kill Yag. Let's stab him in the neck and drink his blood. Stab Yag in the neck and drink his blood. There can be only one. Yell, there can be only one. Do you want me to do that? There you go. Although I was trying to do a quote from the one, but that's just, I think that's just Highlander, right? Do you want any profanity in there or just say there can be only one? No, let's do this clean. There can yeah. be only one. So the action was stab Yag in the neck and drink his blood. Yell, there can be only one. You stab Yag in the neck and take his blood. You scream out, there can be only one. Suddenly a massive explosion occurs throughout the entire temple. It destroys, excuse me, it destroys everything and kills everyone within it. Does that mean we're dead now? Or I, I don't know. I, I would assume that we may be alive. I can push uh, the energy to see what yeah, else it does. Yeah, I mean, you got, you got to let us in on something that we can react to. 
Yeah, come on. You disappear completely <laughs> as nothing remains except a black void. So I guess we're dead. We destroyed reality. We destroyed uh, reality by killing Yag. Castle. <laughs> I don't know if you want to continue. So you just want to end this here. I'm all right with that. We could also cast a spell to rebuild the world if you want, or we could. Uh, no, we're just dead. Go to sleep and then go to sleep forever. There D for Dorkle, D for dead. There you go. The end of Dorkle. Hey, <laughs> hey, we killed two gods. Well, three if you count that statue we tossed to the floor. So I wrote, <laughs> go to sleep forever and die is our action. There you go. And this thus endeth the tale of Dorkle the wizard. Dorkle is dead. Long live Dorkle. I told you, Dorkle. Yeah, it, it's stuck in this loop now. You vanish completely as nothing remains but a black void. So we have effectively <laughs> destroyed all of reality, space, and time. Congratulations, gentlemen. We are victorious. We are gods. We do good work. Oh, we worry. I mean, technically, we still are. Fair. And that is the AI Dungeon. If you guys want to give it a try yourself, head over to AIDungeon.io. It is free. It does exist as an app for iOS and Android as well as being playable through a browser. You can also play other people's games if you want, because people will seed and create their own games, and you can give those a try. It's a fun way to kind of screw around from time to time. Uh, that's definitely fun to see what you could do with the AI, what you can make it do. Kind of okay. cool. All I know is we just destroyed the entire world, so we're, we're pretty great. We're not to be fucked with. Go, go, Dorkle. Go Dorkle, he's our favorite. That being said, we do need to start wrapping things up. We did play about, what, 20 minutes of the AI Dungeon. Hope you did enjoy it. We'll probably try to get it at some other point. But before we shut down this stream, we have one last segment to get into. It's a little bit called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys who are watching live or listening at a later date just what kind of geeky and or nerdy things we've been getting into so that maybe, just maybe, you'll want to give them a try yourself. So the question is... What you guys been getting into, and who wants to go first? Who's kicking us off? I've been getting into the Grand Soiree. <laughs> Apex what? has been doing a uh, rotating two-day limited mode event where for 14 days they're doing seven different game modes. Um, some of it's been really weird. Some of it's been really fun. Some of it's been super glitchy. Um, but they did uh, Gold Rush duos, which was kind of fun. Every game in the Every gun in the game was a gold weapon. So you got like the best versions of all the guns. Like if it was just guns laying on the ground, guns in bins, anywhere you'd find a gun, they were all the gold versions, which you know has pluses and minuses because it's supposedly the best version of every gun, but it also means you can't change like the sights or anything on them. So yeah, that that one was kind of crazy. They did um uh what's the one we just finished yesterday? Third person mode, which was weird yeah. because it is Apex Legends is a first person shooter. And yeah. so they pulled the camera back behind your character so you could actually watch your character running and look at like oh. the outfits that you bought and all the skins you bought, uh, which was, you know, really cool to see some of the skins, see the out-of-body experiences, they called it, and watching your characters move around. Really awful trying to pick up loot out of a bin because where your cursor was aiming was not where you were actually aiming. And so you'd be aiming two items over and trying to ping stuff for your teammates was damn near impossible. Uh, you would run and jump and grab a zip line and you'd see the, the character's hand a foot across the screen away from the zip line you were actually zipping up. So yeah, so some of the some of the graphics I was real glitchy, but it was also funny. It's like, yeah, there's no animation when you throw grenades. You'd literally see your character's hand go up and you'd see the grenade go away and then the hand went back down. Like some of the shit was just weird. 
Uh, today, I believe, is the start of Always Moving, where the rings always always be closing. So the ring like will start closing at the start of the match, and it never stops. So it's forcing a much faster, more aggressive match where there's no downtime, apparently, from the ring closing. So like, as soon as you hit the ground, you have to start running to the middle of the map or wherever the ring's going to end up at. And they're doing like a dummies day out as one of the last ones. So getting, getting ready for some fun events. Uh, the season three is coming to an end. Uh, looking forward to, uh, looks like coming up in February will be the one year anniversary of Anthem. And so with the timing of the end of the 14, um, the 14 day event, the end of season three, and then like a two week downtime, it looks like they might be ready to launch season four on the one year anniversary date. Because I guess February 4th is also another Tuesday. So it would be, you know, in in line with most game updates where they do stuff on Tuesdays. So yeah, been playing a bunch of Apex, playing some Fallen uh, Jedi Jedi Fallen Temple, Fall, Jedi Fallen Order. I'm stuck in the stupid Wind Temple because I can't ever seem to get out of temples when I play games like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if I could push big balls around and killing giant robots, that game is definitely fun. I'm liking it so far. I'll be you know, more interested once I have all the Jedi powers, but so far I've just just played enough to just get the first one, or I guess the second one, because you start with slow. But yeah, definitely a fun game. I like the kid, uh, the actors, and the voice talent in it is definitely interesting. Um, getting to meet the little the little droid that goes around and gives you stims is cool. And then, um, yeah, I played a little Dead by Daylight, uh, watched a couple of shows, got oh, I finally got all cut up on uh, Into the Badlands, watched the end of season three, three i think on netflix finally which yeah that show was just went through some crazy epicness it was really good stuff and then um i actually did get my hands on something i went ahead and ordered the newest smugglers bounty from amazon because amazon took over doing the smugglers bounty from funko though sadly apparently i'm now hearing that uh the rise of skywalker adventures of kajimi smugglers bounty is the last one smugglers bounty has now been canceled and the really sad part is that they had the pin. So you got an awesome little Dio pin, just like all the other ones always had pins in them. But this time there was no fucking patch. There was a damn Ray sticker instead of a patch. So I got a patch from like my first 10 smugglers bounties, but no patch in the new ones. But what I did get was two more of the smugglers bounty exclusive pops, which is awesome because you got the ventures of Kajimi where they go to, that planet in Rise of Skywalker, you get C-3PO carrying the bowcaster with the bag, so he's got all of uh, Chewie's gear on him. So I got another version of C-3PO that's really cool looking. And then for me, the most important part, who they went to Kajimi to go see, motherfucking Babu Freak. My new favorite Star Wars character, the universe's greatest droid smith, and the little tiny dude that reset C-3PO's brain so that they could find the Sith homeworld and win the day with uh, everything went well because babu freaks is an awesome little engineer and i love this dude <laughs> that's what i've been getting into fancy babu freak indeed He's I'll go babu next freak. i don't have a ton of stuff i've been getting into but uh just finished a rewatch of a dumb cartoon from comedy central that i loved back in the mid 2000s watched uh, three seasons of Oh, what do you think it is, Willie? Uh, 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 drawn together. Drawn together it is. In I, fact. Just, I thought I was going to be wrong, too. I it was, in fact, drawn together. I love that show. And you can tell that a lot of the voice actors are having a ton of fun with it because, especially Tara Strong, you don't generally hear her in the adult 
kind of cartoons. You think of her as like the voice of Raven and all of these other great cartoon characters that she's been. And then she's Toot Brownstein and racist Princess Clara. And it's hilarious. And you can tell they're just having fun with the fact that they're playing everything outside of the normal uh, tropes. And I, I had it. Uh, the first season was on sale on iTunes. So I bought it there. And then I used my week long trial to the comedy central streaming service to rewatch the final two seasons. And it's dumb and hilarious, but some of the jokes really hold up. And it was hilarious because these were out like 2005 through 2007. They were taking Bill Cosby shots back then too, and everyone tends to forget about it. It was pretty great. I enjoyed it uh, a lot. Yeah, I forgot about it. Some writers were ahead of the curve. That is true. I am also... I've been watching more trailers for Star Trek Picard, and I really want to watch it. And it debuts this week on CBS All Access. The only problem is... I'm really getting tired of all these streaming services, but it looks really good. <laughs> so I did find that they do have a promo code that will give you a month-long free trial. So I will probably sign up for a month, which will then carry over until this season is done before I shut down my access to it. It's similar to what I did with my Sling TV subscription. Once the NFL regular season was over, I canceled it because I no longer needed NFL Red Zone. I'll probably do the same with CBS All Access because Star Trek Picard looks really good. I read the first two comics in the comic prequel to Star Trek Picard, and I believe the final one comes out tomorrow, and it must be double-sized because it's a freaking $5 comic book from IDW. So I'm curious to see hmm. what all is going to happen. It, it, it's fascinating to me just to see all these characters from the next gen be returning and see what happens with it. So... That's really what I'm getting into is played some Star Trek Picard, dicked around the internet some, played some video games here and there, but really I'm just trying to figure out whether I should spend money and I'll probably spend two months worth of CBS All Access. And they already renewed it for season two, so I'll have to do it a year from now too. <laughs> First world problems. But that's well, what I'm getting Only into. if you like the show, I hope. That's true. It, it looks like it should be good and I really like Patrick Stewart and pretty much anything he does, so I'm relatively optimistic. We'll see, though. I'll let you guys know next week because my wife also expressed interest in seeing it, so it comes out on Thursdays. We will probably watch it Friday after work because Thursday night is a Starting Tribune night where we record and talking about the TV show Arrow with two episodes left. That being said, it was also the wrap-up of Crisis on Infinite Earths this week, so if you want to hear the Starting Tribune's thoughts on that, you can download the audio version of the podcast or catch the video over at the YouTube Gonna Geek channel. Uh, Crisis was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yes, it was. They have uh, reset everything in a way that is very interesting. Since it doesn't matter, we can go spoiler-filled on this one. They basically consolidated all the CW TV shows to what they're calling Earth Prime and merged the worlds. It's it's very interesting. And because Lex Luthor is a scumbag, always comes out on top, <laughs> he's turned himself into not a good guy, but the best guy who just got a Nobel Peace Prize. Yep. It's pretty delightful. That and they also showed last night on Batwoman and Supergirl that the uh, reemergence of the Earth Prime wasn't exactly crystal clean. Yes. They maybe made some mistakes, and there might be some stuff they still have to deal with. And Oliver Queen is still very, very dead. Yes, very dead. <laughs> and I said this on Starling Tribune. I'll echo it here. It kind of annoys me a little bit that instead of the next episode of Arrow getting more into the fallout of Oliver Queen's death. It's the backdoor pilot for Black Air for uh, Green Arrow and the Canaries set in Star City 2040 next week. So we don't even get more on Oliver after he, you know, killed himself to save the multiverse. Yeah. That's kind of annoying. But that's neither here nor there. That's what I'm getting into. Willie, 
I would say wrap things up for us, but I will instead say finish yeah, things yeah, up yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah, what are you yeah, getting yeah. into? So uh, 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 earlier today, I I was walking around this uh, this uh, store and I walked into this room, and there was some dude just sitting at a table, and uh, I took a knife and I stabbed him in his throat and I drank his blood and I became a god and I went to go see Yogman. That dude, my god, that guy was awesome. But I also stabbed him in the throat and drank his blood. So, uh, Willie, are you a god now? <laughs> Peasant, I've always been a fucking god, bitch. Oh, my apologies. I should have known better. Just <laughs> know your place. <laughs> um, and other than that, just uh, uh, tell you the truth. It feels like yesterday was just Monday. So, uh, yeah, this whole week's been blown through. Uh, some drama, so I'm just going to leave it to that. It's probably safer that way. Safer? I don't play it safe. Oh, we noticed. We've noticed. Did but you at least expect this way get... you don't have to worry about a statue of limitations. I'm sorry, a uh, statue I'm tossing on the ground to become a god again? <laughs> to then drink blood and become a god. Exactly. Well, there was, some, there, there was, I mean, I was already a god. It was just for fun. There can be only one. And it's you. You're the Highlander. I was thinking Jet Li from the movie The One. I'm you law. I'm nobody's bitch. And uh, yeah, and you forget that Jason Statham's in there, don't you? You don't uh, even know the movie we're talking about. Do you I've know, seen Chris? the movie once years ago. I don't. And his partner is Elroy Lindo. I don't forget nothing. Yeah, no. Do you, are you? So you're saying you only seen the movie one, one. <laughs> I'm still surprised that that's the movie that Jet Li went and did instead of doing The Matrix. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed both. Yeah, but he could have got himself a nice, much bigger paycheck if he had done The Matrix. <laughs> You're not wrong. Would he have been Neo in The Matrix? No, he'd have been the guy that Neo fights before he goes to talk to the, 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 Oracle. the Oracle. Yeah. The Oracle. The dude that tests his fighting style. In Matrix 2. In Matrix 2. That would have been. Oh. Yeah, that oh, would have yeah, been him. No. no, yeah, no, no. Good, yeah, good on you for doing the one instead. And then you're the main, and then also the main, I don't and then know. also the main because you're multiple characters at that once. Matrix, <laughs> that matrix money is pretty freaking sweet, though. Oh, the residuals. Mm, you got a point. And animatrix too. And they are bringing back the matrix to some extent now too. So yeah. who knows? Come out the same day as Bill and Ted. Oh no, John Wick! I can't remember what, what is it. There's like two movies of Canaries yeah. coming out on the same the, day. Yeah, uh, Matrix Four and John Wick Four are, ru- are roughly slated to open within like two weeks of each other. So <laughs> you can have a Keanu marathon day or double feature day at the theater. That sounds delightful. Keanu Reeves is a delight. It's true. I greatly enjoy Keanu. All the Reeves you can handle. That's true. That being said, I think it's time for us to start shutting this thing down. What do you guys think? You're welcome. <laughs> sounds good. Thank you. Well, before we shut down, friendly reminder, we normally stream this thing live every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. This was an aberration this week, but we'll be back on Sunday, the 26th, I believe it is, at 11 a.m. over at Geeks.Live, the official streaming home of the Gunna Geek Network. So please come watch us live. Come watch some of those shows on the network live. But before we shut this thing down, do you guys have any final thoughts for us? Dorkle, you will be missed. (laughs) But he's a god now. Yep. And he will be missed. 
You will be missed indeed. Bye, Dorkle. R.I.P. Dorkle. You were the best. You're a wizard that didn't use your wizard powers. You're power. a wizard, Dorkle. <laughs> On that note, we're out of here. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek Radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us at atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.